Welcome back. I am Dale Lawley. He is the Matt Williamson. There is no other. <laughs> and uh, Matt, I know this is typically when we do the fantasy football yeah, focus. Yeah, right, right. But today, with the end, with the with the college football season now done, okay, I wanted to look at a mock draft. Yeah, that'd be great. In hour number great. one here. Great. Now uh, we know the top eighteen picks. We too. know, right? right. Know, we know where it's going to be at. We know how the college football season went. Michigan won the national championship. Mm-hmm. Congrats to them. So I'm here on uh, CBS Sports. I'm looking at Ryan Wilson, a uh, friend of the show. Yeah, he always joins us. At he the joins combine. us every year at the combine and uh, see his initial mock draft after the college football season has ended and how he sees things falling here. So, with the first overall pick, he has Washington trading up with Chicago. Two to one. From two to one to get Caleb Williams. Okay. I mean, I get it. I mean, if you. It sounds like there's two or three stud quarterbacks in this draft. But if you think Williams is so much better than everybody else, it wouldn't be that. Chicago will have other offers on the board. No doubt. On the table. But to, maybe to they don't want to go deal. far. And if you if you want what you think Williams is the guy, and you're mm-hmm. Washington, you have to go up and get him. Yes. So like, I firmly believe we'll go back and forth about is, is Fields going to be a bear, blah 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 blah. But I firmly believe the first pick in the draft will be a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, it, whether it's Chicago or whomever, there will be. So Chicago moves down to the two spot and takes Marvin Harrison Jr. Okay. So they he's saying they keep Fields. Yeah. And they pick up a little spare change to do it, which I understand. Yeah. I and mean, probably pick up more than spare change cuz they would have a lot of They offers. would probably end up getting a 2 this year and maybe a 1 next year as well. Be a lot. Maybe more than that. Yeah. Maybe, I mean Chicago got a even a they got DJ Moore as well. They went all the way back to 9. To go back to 9. But that but Bryce Young's not as good as these guys either. Right. You know, so there will be teams Offering a lot for a number lot. one. A yeah. lot, a lot. Uh, at three, he has the Patriots taking Drake May. Okay, that makes all the sense in the world. See, that would be the beauty of moving back to two for me if I'm Chicago. Mm-hmm. I could then also put that one and say, okay. Oh, now everybody comes knocking Who wants again. Drake May? Yeah, yeah, you're right, because you know New England's going to probably grab one of them. Right. So, Who wants to get up ahead of New England to get a quarterback? I do think there's a chance, I mean, we'll go through mocks and all that too, that the top three picks in some order are Williams, May, and Daniels from LSU. You know, like, New England might be even taking quarterback three there. Yeah. I mean, I think that's possible. Well, and that's the, the thing, you know, again, if you're if you're Chicago, you, talk, you call New England and say, hey, mm-hmm. we got four other offers on the table for the two spot now. Who wants to get ahead Everybody, of right. all the people who called us about the one and didn't get Caleb Williams, mm-hmm. well, half of those teams still want the two, so oh, they could yeah. come up and get another. I mean, maybe the Giants, I think they're at six, or Atlanta yeah. at eight or nine. I don't know the draft order off the top of my head like I will, but, I mean, you'll have plenty of people trying to get ahead of New England. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know New England needs a quarterback. Right. We just had a, a short little talk about Steelers quarterback situation next year, and I know Belichick is unlikely to be there, but I kind of see New England, like, bringing back Brissett and drafting a guy. Like, yeah. I, I don't think Jones or Zappi will be in the equation at all. I, I think that's the kind of move they'll make. Yeah. No, I'm with you. They go somebody that's suitable when the draft rolls around with the intent of drafting one. At the fourth pick, the Arizona Cardinals take Fashanu, the offensive tackle out of Penn mm-hmm. State. Be two years in a row taking the first tackle off the board. It's a good way to protect your smaller quarterback. I'm feeling more and more that Kyler will be the quarterback. Like yeah. I, I, I firmly believe that. I think that's like a 95% done deal. And they'd love to get Harrison, I'm sure. Yeah. Would be the ideal pick for them. At the fifth pick, the Chargers take Joe Alt, 
the Makes offensive sense, tackle yeah. out of Notre Dame. People are really back and forth between Fashano and Alt, and it kind of depends what you want. Yeah. Um, Chargers are actually in a pretty good spot because it's an elite wide receiver and tackle draft. Yeah. So if they get Fashano, Alt, I don't think Harrison could get to five, but Neighbors from LSU is a stud Here's the problem, though, for you know? the, for, if you're the Chargers. They need a lot. Your defense stinks. I think what's going to happen in, in L.A. is they're going to sell Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Bosa, Mack, all, right. and just have get crushed by the cap this year, suffer through it with a new coach, and then a year from now have cap space and another really high pick. That's all well and good. But, but it's ugly. It's ugly. Oh, no, it's going to be real bad. ugly. And that's why I don't know that that job yeah. is quite as attractive as everyone thinks. No. I mean, Herbert's the only thing they've going for him for that right. job. Right. Uh, at six, the Giants then take Jaden Daniels. I would think they'd be thrilled about that. Yeah. Like, you can't trust Daniel Jones at this point. No. And, and no. you did sign him, but his contract's not crazy. It's not Deshaun Watson's deal. At seven, the Titans take. J.C. Latham, the offensive tackle out of Alabama. Who was that? that took him? The Titans. Titans. Yeah, that makes all sense. Or Latham, I guess it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. That adds up. Again, there's going to be a lot of tackles, I'm sure. At eight, the Falcons take Michael Penix, the quarterback out of Washington. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I have some reservations after watching him last night. I mean, it didn't help his stock one bit, but I do think Atlanta's going to add a quarterback either before the draft or early in the draft. Yeah. They're a pretty aggressive organization. Could they go to one? They could move up, yeah. They, they could certainly move yeah. up. Yeah. Um, at nine, the Bears are up again. Pretty nice. Yeah. They take Dallas Turner, the edge rusher at Alabama. Yeah, okay. I mean, it'd be hard to pass on a Neighbors or a guy like that, but you already took Marvin Harrison. You just Harrison took Marvin Harrison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that makes Neighbors at 10 goes to the New York Jets. Hmm. That's another team I think this draft sets up really well for because they need a receiver and they need a line. Offensive line would yeah. be, yeah. Those are the two spots. They did not like to see those offensive line go. No. Three no, offensive no, no, no. linemen go in the top 10. No. Uh, at 11, the Vikings take Jared Verse uh, out of uh, Florida State. Okay. I can see them going a lot of different directions. They don't need tackles. They took a receiver in the first round last year. Jefferson will get resigned. I tend to think Cousins will be back. Yeah. I mean, with the injury, it seems like the familiarity will help. So maybe just best defensive player available. At 12, Denver takes uh, Romy, Romy uh, Adunzier okay. out of uh, Washington. Um, well, there's I three receivers now in the top 12. Sutton might be a free agent. I should know that. I think, yes, he is. I think he, he is. is. Yeah. And I don't. I know they're not happy with Judy. He yeah. could be had for cheap. So that would make some sense. Yeah. At 13. Real quick on Denver. From what I understand, and it certainly adds up over his career, Sean Payton is not interested in a rookie quarterback. No. I mean, he wants someone that knows what they're doing in right. stadiums. I'm, not, uh, I'm too old to be teaching this young pup all yeah. this stuff. You know? he, I mean, he had Drew Brees for his, yeah, exactly. enti- his exactly. entire career in New Orleans. Exactly. That's who he had. Like, I bet like Tannehill might end up there or something like that. Or, I can you know. see them making a pitch for Cousins if they have the money to do yeah. it. Yeah, and the problem is they're paying Wilson, but right. you can always move money around. Uh, at 13, the Raiders take Nate Wiggins, the cornerback out of Clemson. There's your first cornerback. First corner. But I bet there's four or five that are all pretty similar starting about this yeah, neighborhood. That's yeah, that's kind of where we figured that would, mm-hmm. you know, right around 12, 13. A lot 13. of six-foot corners, press man, long-arm types. Yeah. At 14... The Saints take Brock Bowers, the tight end out of Georgia. Okay. Total wild card. Yeah. I mean, if you told me he went at five, I'd get it. Um, phenomenal player. 
It would help them. I mean, I tend to think Carr is going to be back. Mix him with the Lave and those guys. Yeah, it would make some sense there, yeah. At 15, the Colts take Brian Thomas Jr., the wide receiver out of LSU. Remember, Pittman's a free agent. I know. He could get slapped with the franchise. I don't know how they let him go, but I'd be really into Thomas is somebody I know a fair amount about. Can't wait to dig in more. Exceptional basketball background, tall, really fluid. I'm talking through a Steelers lens here. Yeah. Like I, I'd throw him in the mix. He's got all sorts of upside. Yeah. Um, at 16, the Seahawks take Jerzon Newton, the offense or defensive tackle out of Illinois. You got to think it's going to be D, right? They have to. I mean, D's bad. They have to. The offense is fine. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that makes sense. He's probably the only first round D tackle. At 17, Jacksonville takes Talisi Fouga out of Oregon State, the uh, offensive, offensive lineman. Offensive yeah. lineman. Yeah. Okay. I mean, again, there's a lot of tackles in this draft. They could use it. Secondary is a little rough, too. At 18, the Bengals take Armarius Mims, the offensive tackle out of Georgia. Okay. Screams right tackle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that Jonah Williams will be back. I would bet no, not. I, think. I tend to think they might be able to keep Higgins. If so, Boyd will be gone. Right. Yeah. You know? So it seems like a receiver or a tackle would be their best spot. At 19, Green Bay takes Kool-Aid McKinstry, McKinstry uh, the cornerback out of Alabama. There's your second corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, they always use a first-round pick on D. These, they've used a, a good number of high picks on cornerbacks, oh, too. Bonkers. Yeah. Um, the Packers and Jari Alexander don't like each other anymore. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of talk he won't be back. So that could add up. At 20... Tampa Bay takes Keon Coleman, the wide receiver out of Florida State. Mm, a lot like Mike Evans. Yeah. Yeah. Evans is also a free agent, but hard time believing he's not going to return, you know, yeah. but who knows? There's a lot of legit number one, you know, receivers on the market. At 21, the Cardinals have another pick here. This is from uh, Cleveland. This is from Houston. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is Houston's pick. Um, thought this was going to be a, when they traded that, I'm sure they thought this was going to be a, a top. Yeah, right. Ten pick for sure. Remember everyone? Maybe top five. Everyone myself was like, what's Houston doing giving up their pick next year? That could, <laughs> Arizona's going to have the first and second pick in the draft. How fun is that going to be? That uh, didn't quite work that way. And really, Houston might pick later in Cleveland if they beat them. Well, yeah. they will. If they, it depends who wins that game. Uh, they're taking Adonai Mitchell, uh, the, the uh, wide receiver out of Texas. Okay. Again, tons of receivers. The pecking Another order. Another big receiver. Six, four, one, nine. Like, guys are all six, four. Last year, they were all tiny. This yeah. year, they're size. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Who was that that took him? Uh, that was the Cardinals. Okay, they took a tackle and a receiver. Yeah. Marquise Brown's a free agent, too. Yeah. Uh, at 22, the Rams take Cooper DeJean, the cornerback mm-hmm. out of Iowa. Breaks your heart. That's one pick <laughs> before the Steelers. Right that. Yeah. Uh, I can see the Rams taking anything on defense. That's the guy I want. No, I don't blame you. That's the guy uh, He I would want. fit in really, really well. I mean, just a, a ball hawk. Um, Do it all. Tough. Yeah. Great returner. Like, I love when people when they can do other things that yeah. are you know, a little outside the comfort zone. It's going to be interesting to see if he's able to work out at all in the offseason. Mm-hmm. This could maybe. I don't get know a how little, bad the injury is. But maybe get a little Heath Miller bonus there. Oh, not going to help him. No, You're certainly right, right, not going right. to help him. Uh, you and know he's, he's not going to work out unless he excels. Yeah. Uh, at 23, the Steelers then take Kamari Lassiter, the cornerback, out of Georgia. Okay. I don't know how to decipher the corners, but I do think Dejean Dijon is different than the others. Where a lot of these other guys are more prototypical, 
narrow waisted, skinny, long arm. Dijon's six one two oh seven. I say he's thicker. Yeah, and, you know, a banger. You know, like like this week he would be on Kincaid. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like uh, that's that's the kind of player he is. Where yeah. this guy would be on Diggs. yeah Lasseter you know? six foot one eighty yeah he's yeah. on Davis or Diggs this week you yeah. know what I mean uh, at twenty four the Dolphins take Troy Fatanu uh, out of Washington yeah left tackle yeah yeah he's really good player he's the one we were talking about yesterday they could kick inside Skaronsky like yeah. you know he's not six 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 seven but blocks people well um. Another offensive tackle at 25 for the Philadelphia Eagles, who take Graham Barton out of Duke. Okay, so he's going to the Senior Bowl. He's definitely going to play some center at the Senior Bowl. He's a tackle at Duke. He might be a center if he was at Georgia. You you know what I mean? So super smart. Could be a guard. Like, So who knows what he's going to be, but really good player. At 26... Our seventh offensive tackle of the first Tackles round. Tackles and receivers, man, I'm telling you. Uh, Kansas City takes Tyler Guyton out of Oklahoma. Okay. That makes sense, too. Kansas City? Yeah. Yeah, that makes all the sense. In the world. Yeah, they can't go with Donovan Smith and Juwan Taylor. No. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Terrible. Right. That's rough. Yeah. Uh, Houston, then, at 27. This is from the Browns. Now, if the Browns lose this weekend, that pick moves they up. Swap, the Browns, yeah. They They kind of flip-flop there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Houston takes Latu Latu. Edge guy. The edge guy out of UCLA. Uh, he'd be a good pairing with Will Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, that makes all sense. Tough guy. Um, you got to remember, D'Amico Ryans comes to the Niners. Yeah. They're going to always, always, always invest in D-linemen. At 28, the Lions take Braylon Trice, the edge rusher, out of Washington. Lions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, opposite Hutchinson, that makes some sense. There's a bit of a void there. At 29... The Bills take Byron Murphy, the defensive lineman out of Texas. People may remember he scored a touchdown as like the fridge fullback type guy. Yeah. Um, they, they have two defensive tackles that are going to get hit really high. One of them is 6'7", 370 pounds. And then there's Murphy this guy. Is not. He's the <laughs> Aaron Donald type. Yeah. You know, right. They're very, very different. But I really think Murphy's good. What team do they have him going to? Uh, Buffalo. Oh, okay. They've invested a lot in their D-line. They really have. They some just, out of it, not They just lot. keep doing it over yeah, and over yeah, and yeah. over again. Um, at 30, actually, they should probably take a wide receiver. Yeah, I think they should, too. Yeah, especially if Diggs is truly slipping. Then, yeah. yeah. Um, at 30, Dallas takes Quinion Mitchell out of Toledo, the cornerback. Six-foot, 196-pound corner. He's somebody Steeler fans are going to have to get to know because yeah. he's a big-time team captain. They have great connections in the Mac. It's a Mac dude, yeah. He's a Mac dude. He's a corner. It's going to be a need position. Tough as could be. He's got size. He'll be really interesting. At 31, San Francisco takes Chop Robinson, the edge rusher out of Penn State. Mm -hmm. I don't mean this is like a slight on him, but he kind of reminds me of like the Dockway. You know, like he's leaner, uh, like a Leonard Floyd. Yeah. I mean, not a real stout build, but pass rusher. And then... At 32, Baltimore takes another offensive lineman here, Jordan Morgan out of Arizona, an offensive tackle. Mm, yet another tackle, pure tackle. I mean, that's eight by my count in the first uh, in the in the first round. Okay, probably about seven receivers. Give yeah, take. I can remember. So if this was several years ago, and Bob Labriola and I went in with Missy Matthews, and we did a fan mock draft. Mm, okay. Um, and, and so they called. They had it set uh, up. I remember the story. And, yeah, yeah. and this, 
so every time a pick came up, we call a fan, and the fan would make the pick. A Steelers fan would make the pick for the Vikings. All the way Raiders through the thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. We get to like pick twenty-four or something. We're we're in the twenties, and no offensive linemen have been picked. <laughs> right, it's not fun. Yeah, and yeah. Labs look at it and goes, "Hey, look, I know it's not fun to take offensive linemen. Yeah, but I guarantee you, the offensive linemen are going to go before the twenty-fourth pick. There's not gonna be six running backs in the first <laughs> round, right? Yes, exactly. This is the way a draft goes. Oh, the league is so excited about this tackle class. Offensive tackles, yeah, cornerbacks and wide receivers. Yep, that's dominated this- and, and some edge rushers. Yep, and quarterbacks. And I mean, quarterbacks, there could be yeah. Four or five quarterbacks in, this class, in the upper in right? the upper half. The bottom half is all cornerbacks and offensive tackles, which usually you don't get offensive tackles there. Yeah, you know, like the Chiefs of the world are pretty excited about that. You know, that are going to be picking in the playoff land. You know, so I always try to look at the draft this time of year, and obviously we'll look at it so much more. But i I would love the Steelers to be able to go receiver, corner, tackle. You know what I mean? Like feast on the the wealthy spots and what i don't know is does this tackle class extend to round two three it might dry up right away but there's a lot of first round well, if, you, if you get cornerback receiver interior offensive lineman mm-hmm. um i don't hate that either no i don't either i don't either but the receiver class in particular i'd love to see them Use a reasonably high pick on because yeah. I know that that spot's very deep and it's top heavy. I yeah. don't know how deep the corner and tackle class is, but there's a lot of first round type dudes. A lot of first round right. type dudes, right? A lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot that fit the mold. Too. Yeah, it's not the five nine guys. It's, yeah. yeah, right, right. It's what you're looking for. No, without a doubt, somebody opposite Porter. You know, yeah. So that was uh, Ryan Wilson's. Uh, you know, honestly, I, I would look to add more. You know, one of those five nine guys who's your slot. Mm-hmm. Oh, the who's, Michigan kid last who's night. Who's a pure slot? The yeah. Give me that, too. You give that guy in the third round, fourth yeah. round. That's, yeah, I was talking to some buddies about it. He's like a more athletic Hilton. You know that's one I mean? of the reasons I like. I think DeJuan can do all that. He can do all that. But yeah. he, but he's not 5'9". Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's kind of like Brian Branch's conversation last yeah. year. You know, people listen. Like, you'd love to have that dude. Or Dax Hill. Dax Hill the year before. Mm-hmm. Dax Hill mm-hmm. were playing as strictly as that. If he were playing the Brian Branch role as opposed to being a full-time yeah, safety. Yeah. I think he's in, mu- in a much better be, place right he now. He probably would be. I think yeah. their defense would be a better spot. But yeah. Hilton's there right now. Anyways, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna do it here. Uh, that was Ryan Wilson's uh, mock, first mock draft coming out of the uh, national championship game. Uh, we're gonna take another break. When we come back, it is power ranking day. Nice. We will do that right after this on the drive. Gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops located at AccraSure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tangra Outlets, or you can visit online at shop.steelers.com. And Matt, it is time for the final power rankings of the 2023 NFL regular like season. Let's knock it out. Now, they will update these after, I would assume, after the season's over. Right, but those bottom 18 shouldn't change. It's not going to change <laughs> one bit. Their case doesn't change at all. No, yeah. not one bit. Uh, these are Eric Edholm's rankings on NFL.com. Okay. At 32. And we thank him for letting us Being use it. He doesn't know that show. he realized they have yeah. a week. Uh, 32, they've been there all year, the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, there was a little discrepancy there around week 14 or 15, but way to go, Carolina. You, you, you locked you, it you up. You locked it up by really being crappy. Yeah. yeah that was well done. <laughs> you get shut out 9 <laughs> nothing in the in the final. Yeah, yeah. You took it to a new level at the end of the season. Yeah. Well done. You, you earned it. And you don't even get to pick first overall. And you don't get to pick first overall. At 31, 
the four and thirteen Washington Commanders. Yeah, I mean they started out two and one. Yeah, I mean not a lot of wins since. I mean they earned number two. That was really bad. Ugly. The last couple of months. Yeah, ugly, ugly, ugly. Yeah, I don't think that's a horrible job though. I mean, uh, it's not good, but I mean, if you end up with Drake May or they you know, you're going to. They got some rehabbing of their entire franchise image to mm, do. Oh, that's the problem, yeah. right. But at least the witch is dead, you know. Uh, at 30, at 4-13, and 13, the New England Patriots. Well, offensively, there's bad, they're offensive. But that defense can hang with a lot of these bad teams. Without question. I'm not bad, saying though. that they shouldn't be 30. They were bad. They're better than those last two teams. I mean, they have a hard time completing passes to get first downs. Yeah. You know, and they have no speed on offense. At 29, down two spots. This is the other only other team that I would have considered in that 30 spot, the Chargers. The way they ended. Yeah. yeah. I mean, on their best day in week eight or whatever, sure, they're better than this. This but. was a team that people, some people had as a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. Every year someone bites for it and bites on it. but Never again. <laughs> no, you'd have to show me a lot. Uh, you know, I I brought it up to you before. I mean, does this start to tarnish Justin Herbert a little bit? See, I, I think he's more like Lawrence. Where you love him, I, I get love it. Him. You love, love him both, right? But at some point, you get tagged with that loser. I know. You know, I know. as a loser, and it's tough to get out of that. It is. And I mean, he's, no he's a sub five hundred record as a starting quarterback. Doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, and he's going to be probably sub five hundred next year. Right. I mean, I mean probably going to get worse before it gets better. Is, just in terms you know, of caps, is, is he Matthew Stafford? And it takes you 10 years to, to, to shake that. Might be. I, I don't I, think I, he's as talented as Stafford, though. He's close. I mean, Stafford's rare. But Herbert's pretty rare, too. I don't know. I love him. You get stuck on those bad franchises, yeah. and things just happen all the time. Okay, crazy talk. Would you tra- Would you consider trading Herbert? And just really blow it up. Like, give me a million first-round picks. Keep, like, Slater, and that's it. Like, trade Bosa for a six. Just get him out of the at, room. At some point, they're going to have to come to that realization. Yeah. I mean, I think you do it everything but him. If you blow it up now, it's going to take you in, uh, several years to get mm-hmm. it back, even with the great quarterback. Right. And again, by the time this, – this is going to be a Detroit situation right. where you, you get, you're going to end up trading that guy when he's 30 because – you haven't won anything with them. Probably. I mean, just the nature of that organization lends itself to that. But this, you're going to have a new coach. Here's a ton. I'm of, sure they're. I'm one hundred percent positive that's not what they're going to do. They're going to oh, keep. No, no, they're no. going to keep Herbert. I would too, but I think you should have the discussion. Yeah. If you can get three first for him, I mean, you'd get more than what the Browns gave up for Watson. Yeah. And that was at least three first, right? Yeah. So. And the new team left to sign signing bonus. At twenty eight, up a spot, Arizona. Offense is good. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm re- willing to say that. Defense is horrendous. The defense is horrendous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At 27 up a spot, the Giants. Yeah, I thought they kind of ended respectably. Once they got... Uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor back. Yeah. yeah. When they got What's-His-Face DeVito out of there and the world, you know, they figured out who they are. The but, Penguin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, At 26, down two spots, the 7-10 and 10 Falcons. New head coach. I mean, they ran the ball so they well. They started two year. and zero. Yeah, so they went yeah, five yeah. and ten in their five last and fifteen, and they got embarrassed recently. Defense was a lot better than last year, but they were like sixth or seventh in offensive DVOA last year based yeah. on their run game. 
So you thought you had that to build off of, and that they collapsed. They did not, yeah. Collapsed. They did not. At 25, up See, a I spot. I think that's a pretty good job, though. Here's the problem with Atlanta. I mean, you got to get quarterback. The Atlanta fan base, Well, I think the Falcons are, are really third down there. I'm sure the Braves are ahead of them. The Braves are ahead of them. I think the I think the Hawks are too. Are they? I would have no clue on that. And then you get a, you get a, like you're you're behind the University of Georgia. No, that makes sense too. Right. But you could probably persuade them too. I mean, you start winning oh, the I'm bad sure. division. Oh, I'm sure. Like but... it's a football I mean, if obviously they're if they're mm-hmm. hopping behind, but I think it's a college type town. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely a Braves town. Like you're that's sure. what you're fighting down there. No, I hear you. I hear you. I'm I'm just talking about cap space roster if I could have, if I had an outlet to a quarterback, maybe it's Fields. I don't think that's a terrible job. Yeah. Uh, at twenty five is the Titans. Okay. It might even be a little kind to them, but okay. They won yeah. their last game. Thanks, Tennessee. At twenty four, the Jets. I would take the Titans, Titans over the Jets. Beat the Jets. I mean, if, that, if they play Week eighteen, Tennessee wins that game. Yeah. Yeah. I think in either I, building. I mean, we said it all season long. I think Ed, Ed Holm has to be a New York guy. Mm-hmm. Has Jets O is. Awful. Basically better than everyone, or worse than everyone but Carolina. And New England. And New England, yeah. yeah. But it's 30th. Yeah, I mean, it's at the bottom of the league. Yeah. Uh, at 23, down a spot, the Broncos. They're the best team yet. Yeah. I'll bet there's a couple teams ahead of the Broncos here that I would say yeah. they're better the, than. The Denver beats in a yeah. tournament, yeah. Uh, Including the next team. At, at uh, 22, the Vikings. Yeah, I trust Denver more than I trust the, the way they're playing right now with yeah. the quarterback and even without even without Wilson. Wilson. And Wilson's kind of an odd situation. Like if you if it's a playoff game right now, Wilson would be starting. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's he got benched for different reasons. At twenty one down a spot, the Bears. Bad last game, but good Bears, momentum to end the Bears season. Bears versus Broncos is a That'd be a fun game. Yeah. I'd I'd want to watch that. I'd be high on my list, it'd be competitive. I'd probably take the Bears. At twenty, up three spots, the Raiders. Boy, their defense got so much better, but I still have skepticism just because I don't think they have very many good players on that side of the ball. They don't, I think but the cool. offense, the offense has weapons. I the defense was stinks. good. Well, the quarterback stinks, but yeah. this is—I mean, they—they they finished eight and nine, second in that division. I, I mean, I think he'll be the coach. I think they were what six and five under the uh, under Pierce, at least. Yeah. At least, yeah. I mean, I know it's a winning record. They were very competitive. I mean, if they don't end up landing a whale like Harbaugh, I think he comes back. And that's a tough That's a tough part of it is I, I think you make that decision. Like, you can't I – mean, can you put out feelers when you got a guy under – like, that's – I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that you can guarantee Pierce the job, like announce it today. I the would. The team wouldn't mind. I would. I think he, I think that, I think he is a – he showed himself to be a leader of men. No doubt. No doubt. I didn't know this, but it adds up because I remember him playing. He's only been a coach for like four years. Yeah. I don't care about <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I Tomlin was young. That. Yeah. You know, let him go out and hire some guys on his staff. Yeah. Um, be good to have a Fangio. I mean, just yeah. an old dude, old grizzled. Yeah. Go get Rivera or somebody. I mean, he's and, a defensive know. guy, so go get yourself an offensive guy because mm-hmm. that's what McDaniels was. And and so you need to, to get that side of the ball mm-hmm. to – that's one of the negatives of hiring yeah. him is, well, who's your OC? Right. You know, because hey, we're going to have a new quarterback. Give me a plan. As a former offense. player, I'll bet he has some ideas on guys he'd like to hire. I was about to say the opposite because he hasn't been – who's he coached with? Not many. But if he but can he played to, under a bunch of guys. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, so there's – But if he can go to 
Al Davis' son and say, I got this OC lined up, and it's a good one. All right. Yeah. Uh, 19, holding steady, the Seahawks. They're the best team yet. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't have broke my heart to see them in the playoffs. At 18, holding steady, the Bengals. I'd put Seattle over I'd put Seattle over Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. But defense is about the same. Defense are about the same, but Seattle's offense They've is... They've seen them. Yeah. Uh, at 17, down four... We, oh, sorry. Do you, are we convinced Browning's going to last in this league for 10 years and hold a clipboard most of the time? I mean, did he do enough to be that guy? No. You don't think? I don't think so. Well, I don't, I don't think... I thought you, by that guy you meant a starter somewhere. No, no, I don't not think at all. I mean, like, last 10 years... Yeah, he'll worse be, than Minshew. He'll be that. Yeah, he'll, you know, he'll, graduate he'll, yeah. or you know, leave the league with a lot of millions in the bank and start I mean, they, ten um, more games. Yeah, you know, they've they've had those guys in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he did enough that. Yeah, he's an NFL player, not a starter. I mean, really, the only teams that he looked awful against were the Steelers twice. Mm-hmm. No, I think if you're Cincy, this year didn't go as planned. But one of the positives was we have a cheap backup for Burrow, who misses a lot of time, that I can live with. Yeah. I don't know how long they've got him though, because he spent I don't know either, he spent yeah. a long time in Minnesota too. He's not young. He's not. Yeah, he's yeah, not. He's, he's like yeah. already twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seventeen down, four spots is Indianapolis. So, if you're a fan of both those teams, Colts and Bengals, I think you're happy with where you are going into next year. I think you're happier if you're a Colts fan because you didn't expect to be nine and eight this I was year. About to say the same thing because you're young and you you can't. I'll kick you tell, you ask a yeah. Bengals fan, hey, do you expect to be nine and eight and miss no. the playoffs this year? Absolutely not. But you still could be a Super Bowl contender next year. That's fine, but this is a wasted year for you. And Huge. your team is not going to look the same as it did. And the Colts are kind of the opposite in that nobody thought they'd hover around 500. Yeah. You know, they, they look like a five or six win team. No, I think you're much happier if you're a Colts fan than you are mm-hmm. if you're a Bengals fan. And you're psyched this could be about Richardson. Yeah. Well, I don't know about. He still has to prove he can finish a game, mm-hmm. start and finish it. Yeah. That, that's, that would be. I would have him. Go go talk to the people who Tua talked to all off season about how taking to land and, and taking hits. Stuff. Yeah, like that actually worked for him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you know have him bring in a stunt man and have him. Mm-hmm. Here's how you take a fall, son. Like, I kind of <laughs> brushed that off, but I, I heard a little clip from a podcast I was listening to about someone that knows that kind of stuff for a living, stunt man type stuff. Yeah. and they're like, he falls differently now. You know, yeah. Like, oh, okay, good. Everyone should do it. Everybody should do it. <laughs> I mean, Kenny should do it. Or Mason should do it. Everyone yeah. should do it. Right. At 16, down four spots, Jacksonville. I might even be harder on them. They finished badly. They were bad. Badly, they weren't badly. a good team. They weren't a mediocre team at the end of the season. They were one and five down the stretch. Yeah, I think they lose to Seattle or... I think they lose Indy. Indy. I don't know about the Bengals, but a couple of those teams were definitely better than Jacksonville. Yeah, they were eight and three and finished nine and eight. Ooh. Yeah. Pretty you, rough. You want to talk about a collapse. That's yeah, a collapse. Collapse. And again... Lawrence started all five losses. Oh, I know. They can't even blame it on that. I mean, you had that division by the throat, and just now you're sitting at home. Can't even blame it all. We didn't have our quarterback. No, that's not, that's not an excuse. <laughs> no. The only game you won was when your backup started. Yeah, and he made a lot of mistakes. At 15, up two spots, New Orleans. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm not sure they're much different than, like, the Bears or Denver, but, yeah, you know, they're okay. At 14, up a spot, the Steelers. Okay. They'd have them over every team mentioned. Yeah. We'll see who's above them. I mean, I know who's above them, all the playoff the teams. Playoff team. they they have have the playoff teams. He has the Steelers as the worst playoff team. Because he... I don't agree with it. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that either. But there's 14 playoff teams, and he has them in the top 14, yeah. which I wouldn't have had either. I mean, it's, there's a couple non-playoff teams I think are better than playoff teams. Yeah. Uh, at 13, up three spots. So they jumped the Steelers, are the Packers. 
That I get. I mean, I'm I know sh- you get it. I don't because when they played on the same field, yeah. the Steelers won the game, and it was pretty convincing. I actually think both teams are better now than they were. Well, I that do too. Day, you know, I to do too. With, especially the Packers' offense, but well, and the Steelers' offense. I don't know that the Packers' defense could stop the Steelers, though. Mm-mm. I think they're like they would run all over them. To be honest, those two would be right next to each other. I, I don't care who's ahead yeah. of the other, but they would be right next to each other, and they both would be a little higher than this. Like they'd be over the box to me. Yeah. At twelve, are up two spots of the Bucks, so they jumped over the Steelers. Yeah, I, I think the Bucks are more like that. fourteen or fifteen. You beat you beat the worst team in football nine nothing mm-hmm. in a game you needed to win. I think the Saints were fifteen, were the best team not in the playoffs on yeah. this list. I'm not sure the Saints aren't better than the Bucks. Yeah, well, we talked about that yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I don't think that this is a good Bucks team. I think they beat the right teams. Mm-hmm. To get to, to win the division, I don't yeah. think they're a good football and team. They had a real easy schedule too, and there were two teams I wanted to pick against going into this. There's also actually there's four teams that I wanted to pick against in the opening weekend of the playoffs. Two of them were playing each other. Two, sure. yeah. four of them are all four oh, of them were playing, playing each other. other. Okay, so I wanted to pick Cleveland. against Miami, Kansas City, oh. Philadelphia, and Tampa Bay. Philly and T Bay, I 100 percent agree. And, um, I, I don't think Kansas City's ripe for the picking too right mm-hmm. now, but they're playing a team that. I'm down on Miami, too. I don't think Miami's going to go in there and beat them. No, I don't either. Um, <laughs> as for Tampa, though, they outkicked their coverage this year in they terms did. of expectations. They did. And, yeah, they, they did did some good things. Yeah. Baker might come back, you know. Uh, at 11, down two spots, Philadelphia. I would be, be much, lower. much harder on what 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 Philadelphia has put on the, out there. Yeah. They were 10-1 at one point. I don't think the Eagles beat the Saints right now. They were 10-1. They went 1-5. How are they any different than Jacksonville other than the fact that they won their division? Exactly. Or, or didn't win their division, but finished in the exactly. wild card. So here's a crazy way of looking at it. Like, if the Bears and Eagles played in a neutral site right now, I might take the Bears. I might take the Bears, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Think through it. They're, they're playing better. Like, Philadelphia and Philadelphia's injuries are every bit, if not worse, than yeah. what than the Steelers losing Watt. Yeah. I, I, like, if A.J. Brown doesn't play... And Devontae Smith doesn't play. How the heck are they moving the football? Right, and they're able to crowd the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and right. I mean, are they better than the Raiders right now? Oof. I'm not a big Raiders believer. I'm just thinking some of these mediocre teams that we mentioned five, ten minutes ago. These are all the teams they lost to. Yeah, yeah. That's how the they're playing right now. The Giants smoked them last week. And pushed them around. In a game that Philadelphia needed to win. Yes. That game. Now, they shuttled their dudes down at the end. They kept showing the. That's not what happened early. They kept showing the Dallas high. When Philadelphia fell behind like 21 0, mm-hmm. Dallas was losing that game. The Eagles were not tanking. The, the, no, the no. Eagles, they didn't look at the scoreboard and go, oh, well, if Dallas is winning that game. We're going to. No, no. 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 They got it was, beat up on yeah. both sides of the ball. They yeah. lost that game flat out, just lost it. What's amazing to me is that team is built on line of scrimmage. Like, Everyone will tell you the last three years, the best D-line, O-line combination in the league is the Philadelphia Eagles. And they invested in it like crazy. Not anymore. And it, that part's falling apart. Yeah. Like, you could be like, oh, the back seven's not very good. Yeah. Oh, we knew that. You know? Yeah. But now they're getting beat up on both lines. Like, yeah, it's not, not good. Uh, at 10, holding steady are the Rams. I would have them higher than anyone mentioned. I'd also have them higher than the Dolphins. At 9, up two spots is Houston. I'm fine with that. Rams versus Houston's a conversation to me. At eight down four spots is Miami. They'd be down two. Or I three think I'd more. have them lower yeah. based on what the, all the injuries they have. I'm, I'm still not sure if two is good. They don't have a. They don't. They signed three outside linebackers today. Today, yeah. Like the they're Justin all going to including Jameer Jones, who was the Steelers' three last mm-hmm. year, had one sack in men and had multiple opportunities. Nice kid. Oh nice yeah, guy. yeah, great kid, good special teamer. Yeah. Um, 
But he's going to have to play for they're them. They're going to have to play, yeah. yeah. I mean, like Justin Houston got signed today. Yeah. You know, those type of deals, right. They're, like, they're really bad. They're down. in deep trouble. They're in deep trouble, yeah. Deep trouble. I don't think their quarterback can elevate them. I don't think he can either. That'll yeah. be a really interesting conversation is do they give him – they're not going to give him Hertzboro-Herbert money. But you got to pay class, him. I assume. Give him Cousins money, I guess? Or do you trade him like Goff? They could do that, but you then know? you don't have a quarterback. I know, I know. You're not going with Mike White. No. <laughs> and they're not going to pick early enough to get a rook. At seven up a spot is Kansas City. I'm fine with that. Kind of feel like I haven't seen them in a while. I mean, they yeah. totally arrested everybody. At six up a spot is Cleveland. I can't put Cleveland ahead of Kansas City. Me either. I just can't. Me either. Here's the thing I dug up about, uh, about Cleveland. I think their defenses are basically equal. Here's the problem with, with Cleveland. Uh... The Browns allowed an average of 28.4 points per game on the road this season and turned the ball over 19 times. The offense turned it over 19 times. In eight times. games. Wow. Okay. They were 3-5. Th- and, and one leads to the other. Yeah. Turnover put the defense in bad spot. Their yeah. last road win came in week 15. They beat the Texans 36-22. Who's, that's who they play this weekend, mm-hmm. which sounds mm-hmm. great. But you have to remember, Houston started Davis Mills and played Case Keenum in that yeah, game. Yeah, that's not a Stroud game. Right. And, I'm and, not sure if Nico even played in that game. No, he didn't. And Houston, Houston still scored 22 points in that game. Yeah. That's, I, I, I think they're somewhat of they turn the ball house of mirrors over, a little it, bit. I, yeah. Yeah, I think there's some, some luck and bounces that have gone their way. You turn the ball over two times per game on in, mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. You're losing. Joe's been putting the ball in harm's way, and he takes a lot of sacks. Yeah. But he's doing some good things, too. I mean, but he's he, he's playing like he's Josh Allen. Right, and he's, he's not. not. <laughs> right, exactly. He's not. It's the roller coaster. At five is Detroit. They'd be better than everyone so far, yeah. maybe higher. Yeah. yeah. They got a tough game against the Rams this week. Real tough game. Yeah. I might pick the Rams in that game, I might especially too. with the points. At four up two spots is Buffalo. Yeah. I feel like Detroit's a little more steady than Buffalo, but I get it. Yeah. At three is Dallas holding steady. Yeah. Buffalo versus Dallas and Detroit is. I mean, Detroit had Dallas beat. They did in Dallas. They really won that. Game. I think they're I'd the better. I think that, they're a better they team. They actually won that game. Yeah, I think they're a better team in Dallas. But they might meet again. They might meet again, and it will be in Dallas. In Dallas because of <laughs> because of the ref situation, right? Yeah, and the it, top two are off. Two is San Francisco. One is Baltimore. Yeah, who has a better chance to go to the Super Bowl, the Ravens or Niners? I'm going to say the Niners, and here's just because of path. Baltimore, I don't believe, is real happy that both Cleveland and Pittsburgh got into the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Because. And they get the Steelers if the Steelers can squeak out. And there's right. a good chance that they would get Cleveland if Cleveland wins. So they'll probably Because they one. would okay. reseed yeah. and then you, you play. The, and you and play both of those seed, teams, right? you're one and three against those two teams this year. Yeah. I just think the AFC in general is more difficult. Yeah. Like they're favored in the AFC championship in Baltimore against the Chiefs or Bills. But if the Bills are but not Chiefs, by a lot, <laughs> if the Bills or Chiefs are in the AFC Championship, they did some good things recently, right? And could be real scary. Yeah, you don't want to play those quarterbacks yeah. in that situation. Um, I agree. The Niners have an easier path too. Yeah, the team that might worry me if I'm the Niners is the Rams. The Rams are because uh, they're the familiarity. Used to, again the familiarity. Yeah, yeah. McVeigh or Shanahan type yeah. of thing. Like ah, I wish the Rams didn't get in. Yeah, I would love to see Detroit knock off the Rams. You know, right? Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Oh yeah. But that's Eric Holmes' uh, power rankings as we head into the postseason. Didn't have a lot of arguments with it all in all. Yeah. Um, We're going to take another break, and uh, we'll be back 
Matt and I, right after this. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, uh, of course, with the playoffs coming up here, you get a lot of different first-time-since kind of stuff out there. Oh, sure. That makes sense. This is a cool one, though. For the first time in 23 years, the NFL playoff team field features three franchises that have never played in the Super Bowl. Huh. Houston, Browns. And Detroit. Detroit. Okay. Boy, the Browns and Detroit aren't new either. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them play each other because Cleveland gets is right. at Houston. Uh, the last time an NFL postseason wow. in, in, included as many franchises uh, without a Super Bowl berth was in 2000 when it was Baltimore, New Orleans, and Tampa Bay. That's a long time ago. I mean, think about But all three of them have since won one. Yeah, I say they've all gotten there at least. <laughs> right. Well, the Browns and Lions ever. I mean, ooh. Yeah. Um, this is as good a chance the Lions have had in my lifetime, though. The last time both the Browns and Lions won at least 10 games in the same season. Oh, wow. Probably never in the Super Bowl era. You were well, right maybe. about that. Okay, okay. Never in the Super Bowl area. You have to go back to 1953. I the 50s, they were both good. Yeah, 1953, Detroit defeated Cleveland in the NFL championship game, 17-16. Okay. They both won... Double-digit games. Is that, that like year. the Dick LeBeau teams, or is he? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Otto Graham, and yeah. I mean, that makes sense. They were both really Night good. Train Lane. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that adds up. <laughs> 53. But that's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so, that's 70 years ago. You know, I, I, I hear, you know, brought well, the Steelers haven't won a playoff game in six seasons, and if they go, they don't win one six. this year, it's seven. Yeah. These teams have never won a Super Bowl. Never won They've never Super even Bowl. been to a Super Bowl. I mean, Houston's not even that new. I mean, the Lions and Browns yeah. are a different conversation. I mean, wow. But Houston's been around a long time as well. They've been there. I'm not saying they should should what, go 2002? to 2002. Is that what it's been? Yeah. Okay, so it's over 20 years. I mean, if you look at it this way, folks, if you win a Super Bowl every 32 years. That's what you should. That's what's that's supposed to happen. the going rate. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the Steelers really should have one and a half. Or two. <laughs> two, you know what I yeah. mean. Two's you hit you hit black on roulette more often than you you won at the casino. No, I two, get it. You know what I mean. I mean, you want to compete for the Super Bowl every single season. Mm-hmm. And that's it wasn't the goal. always thirty-two teams, right? I mean, so the rule, you know, the, it's higher now. But still, that's what the league wants. Yeah, and it's set up to do that. And I think yeah. this year, more than any other year that I remember, the parity. The middle class. The middle was class. So the middle class was huge. I mean, twenty teams were in it. Three days ago. Yeah. I mean, we just went through the power rankings. And is there a ton of difference between team number 24 and team number 10? No. Maybe you go to eight. A couple of breaks, you know, here or there. Uh, Maybe you didn't have an injury here or there. Mm -hmm. That, to me, uh, you know, when I look at this season for the Steelers, the injuries that they've over— if you told me before the season started that they would play games without— multiple games without Cam Hayward, without Minka Fitzpatrick, without Deontay Johnson, without Pat Fryermuth— Mm-hmm. I mean, multiple games, not yeah. just they left the game and you know came back right. next week. Uh, Kenny Pickett got hurt. And I would it, say three. You told me you used three quarterbacks yeah. on purpose. <laughs> well, I guess you didn't use Mitch on purpose, but it, you started three. Yeah, I'd be like, oh man, this was a rough you, season. You might be drafting Caleb Williams. Yeah, I mean, you, maybe that's how the season went. And like, you won t- all they, the knowledge. They we won had ten in the games this year. Yeah, that's funny. Like the things you just listed, plus you started three quarterbacks. If you told Matt and Dale that. In Latrobe, I'd be like, eh, maybe they won five. Yeah, it's a maybe. rough. It's a rough year. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know, last in the division, certainly not playoffs. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what you'd predict. Yeah, so, I mean, to me, I, well, I know this, this, the team won't look at it this way. No. But in some ways, they're playing a little bit with house money here. I kind of feel that way, too. And the fact that they got into the playoffs, kind of nothing to lose in this game. You know what I mean? You really don't. Right. I mean, the pressure's clearly on Buffalo. Yeah. They were the team that's supposed to be here. They're the team that was supposed to be the number 2 seed. They're the team that started 6-6 six and six and had to fight their way into the playoffs because they were way under – people were talking about Sean McDermott, maybe he should get fired. Mm-hmm. There was a stretch there yeah. when they were a long shot to make the playoffs. And frankly, where their team build is, their window's not going up and opening. It's no. coming down. I right. mean, like the Von Miller moves, you know, like yeah. they're not getting anything out of that guy. And, you know, that was – he was signed to win the Super Bowl. You right. Know, that, you you, that was your you closer, went all you know, in this right, year to right. win the Super Bowl. And yeah. so if you don't do it, then, you know, again, that, that pressure's on you. So mm-hmm. the Steelers, I think, go into this game thinking, hey, we get, you know, we're not supposed to be here. We felt we would be here, but mm-hmm. everybody in the league, I mean, there weren't many people picking the Steelers to make the playoffs. Right. So quarterback aside, big picture, there's not much I would trade with the Bills. Right. Like, Cap space, ability to add players, flexibility. Really, when you look at the two rosters, and we'll do this tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You look at the rosters, the Steelers roster overall is either equal to or better than except for the quarterback position. Right. I mean, if you if a genie came down and said, we'll give you Josh Allen, be like, oh, this is the best team in the league. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a superstar, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that, that's... The Bills roster is not supreme, and it's going the wrong way. And I think that's one of the things, one of the beauties of the build that the Steelers did this mm-hmm. year. We talked about the depth when they were doing all the signings last spring. Like, and oh, man, op- they really like their depth here. Really, You know, what they're doing with the depth. How did we open the show? We talked about Herbig and Golden. Right. You know, like, you lost your best player, maybe the best defensive player walking the planet right now. That crippled you last year. Yeah. This year, it hurts. It, hurts it definitely bad. hurts, yeah. It hurts bad, but... You're in better shape. Yeah, but if you had to play whoever next week, mm-hmm. you know, okay, well, well, we'll get by. Yeah. I mean, they may add somebody like a Siamalu in the offseason or two. Yeah. You know, like, that's a nice addition. You right. Know, You're really able to solid that, that, start. Right. And to me, I think the, the biggest difference, you know, again, Mike Tomlin always likes to use the um, next man up mentality. Mm-hmm. Well, when the next man up is a guy who's played 80 games in the NFL – yeah. When when the next man up is Eric Rowe. I say when it's Rowe or Jack. Or, yeah. You know, right. That's turning the bottom of your roster. Than, then throw in some even under, Michael you know, Walker, who wasn't great. Or a six-round draft block, pick in right, there right, that, right. that, you know, you don't know what you're going to get. Mark Robinson was your only option when right. the linebacker thing blew up, you'd have been worse off. You know? There's no doubt yeah, about yeah, it, because yeah. you don't know you what you're going to get. mistakes. Yeah. Anyways, that's going to do it for today's show. Sure Matt and I will be yeah. back again tomorrow, and I'm sure we'll have more to talk about here with this big playoff game coming up. Uh, But for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Justin Miller here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.